Hello, my friends. D.L. Anderson here. Welcome back to Transformation by Truth podcast as we share the truth concerning these last days and what you must do to save yourself from the violent times that are just ahead. Today's podcast is a word of truth accounting of the end times. The end is coming. The end is near. Today's podcast is entitled End Times 148, Rapture the Harvest Part 3. The podcast objectives are reveal why the called will be destroyed, analyze the result of following the rapture theory, prove the rapture theory is founded on misinterpretations of scriptures, and reveal the truth concerning 1 Corinthians 15. This lesson contains timelines and other visuals. Therefore, if you are listening to the podcast, I advise you to watch the video version on our website or YouTube or request a PDF of the lesson so you can add the visual effect. For lack of knowledge. Now, in the most recent podcast, we reveal the purpose for the harvest. In doing so, we came to see how it is the same purpose of these last days. Thus, we conclude, the harvest is the only accurate depiction of the end of this age. This conclusion strengthened our case against the rapture theory, a man-made doctrine we expose as counter-scripture before we ever begin analyzing the harvest. It is indeed a false doctrine for this cause above all others. There is no purpose for the rapture as it is portrayed in this theory, and the Father neither exists nor operates outside the spiritual model of purpose. The question of the hour then is sure. If there is no purpose for a rapture, then how did the rapture theory come to be? The answer, it is merely one of many misinterpretations of the word of truth. Notwithstanding, this particular misinterpretation is deadly for it proposes an alternate reality to these last days. Therefore, all who believe in the rapture theory will be lost, for they will not be prepared for the harvest. On the contrary, they will be waiting for a rapture that is never going to occur. And here's a clincher. Many of these individuals who have been led astray by the rapture theory were once called. And yet, they will resist the truth concerning the harvest due to some manner of perversion within their hearts, proving once again that many who were called will be destroyed for lack of knowledge. A life of spiritual error. Now, seeing as many are perishing under the influence of this particular lie, 
the Father has led me to reveal the truth concerning many of the scriptures that have been misused in support of the rapture theory. Here is why. Per the building blocks of prophecy, we understand the impact of a single error is not limited to that error. Rather, each error is compounded and results in additional errors. This results in a regressive spiritual process where an individual is persistently led into additional error due to their embrace of one single error. Thus, we conclude those who believe in the rapture theory have progressed deeper into a life of spiritual error. And although many of these individuals will not be saved, some will recover from this grave miscalculation. I know because I did. In the process, the Father opened my eyes to many of the spiritual errors concerning the rapture. And he is commanding me to address them in order to strengthen his case against the rapture theory with the word of truth. I will do so in decisive order, using a series of exhibits to rightly divide the word of truth. To wit, I will reveal the true interpretation of the scriptures that have been misused to support the rapture theory. Now, I will begin with Exhibit A, when corruptible has put on incorruption. And I will analyze 1 Corinthians 15, 50-53. It reads, saying, And this I say, brothers, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the reign of Elohim. Neither does corruption inherit incorruption. See, I speak a mystery to you. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible has to put on incorruption, and this mortal to put on immortality. Now, this is one of the primary passages of Scripture used to support the rapture theory. And yet, there are obvious and blatant inconsistencies between these verses and this false doctrine. Seeing as we have already proven there is no purpose for the rapture theory, I will proceed to analyze the second of the three requirements concerning the truth, that is, the time. Remember, every end times event has a purpose, a time, and a season. The question we must ask is, what is the timing of this event recorded in 1 Corinthians 15, 50-53? The answer it is not the second coming of the son of Adam, i.e. the end of this age. Rather, it is the end of the world. Now, as you can see by the timeline below, the end of the world is 1,000 years after 
the second coming of the Messiah. So you hear, you see, here we are in these last days, 2023. And then you've got 1,000 years later, you have the end of the world. Now, by misinterpreting this pivotal passage of scripture, those who follow the rapture theory are displacing a critical end times event, suggesting it will occur 1,000 years before the appointed time. I will prove this matter by exposing three key fallacies from this misinterpretation. One, the fallacy of immortality. Two, the fallacy of the rain. And three, the fallacy of the time. Or the fallacy of immortality. The rapture theory suggests we, the children of Elohim, will become immortal prior to the eternal future. Not only is this foolishness, it contradicts the prophets, namely Isaiah, who reveals that there will be death during the millennial kingdom. See Isaiah 65, 20-22. This incongruency leads to the second fallacy, that is, the fallacy of the rain. My dear friends, Shaul clearly writes, flesh and blood is unable to inherit the reign of Elohim. Here's the question. When does Elohim reign? The answer, at the beginning of eternity. Here lies the inflection and the source of the error fueling this fallacy. Vis-a-vis, -vis, many have equated the reign of Elohim to the millennial reign of Yahushua Messiah. What these misguided ones fail to realize is simple. These are two different reigns. They are two unique kingdoms. Now, the easiest way to distinguish between the two is by their time. The millennial kingdom is a 1,000-year period which takes place in the renewed heaven and the renewed earth. The kingdom, i.e. reign of Elohim, is everlasting, and it takes place in the new heaven and the new earth. Here lies the key concerning the primary difference between these two kingdoms. Namely, Yahuwah Elohim will, for the first time ever, dwell with his chosen ones forever without end. Revelation 21, 3-4 And I heard a loud voice from the heavens saying, See, the booth of Elohim is with men, and he shall dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and Elohim himself shall be with them, and be their Elohim. And Elohim shall wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, nor mourning, nor crying, and there shall be no more pain, for the former matters have passed away. These verses strengthen the fallacy of the rain propagated by the rapture theory. And this is to be expected, for as they displaced our transition into immortality, 
moving it forward 1,000 years, they also displace the reign of Elohim by 1,000 years, merging it with the millennial kingdom. Now you are seeing in real time how one error is compounded by a simple misinterpretation of scripture and leading to additional error, which on this wise brings us to the final fallacy I've been led to address. That is the fallacy of the time. Now, perhaps the easiest fallacy to address due to the case we have already established concerning the merging of two time disparate events into one, Shaul clearly reveals the timing of the reign of Elohim, saying, we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. Now, this assertion begs the question, when is the last trumpet? When will it sound? The answer, before the reign of Elohim. Now, we know this because trumpets are used throughout the scriptures to announce major events, specifically the calling of the assembly. My dear friends, the last trump is the last call. The announcement of all whose names are written in the book of life, a commemoration of their eternal inheritance, and the conclusion of all that derives from time. This is why we find him saying, it is done in Revelation 21.6. Now, the sum of this evidence clearly proves 1 Corinthians 15, 50 through 53 is referring to the reign of Elohim and the end of the world. It does not refer to the second coming of the son of Adam, as the raptor theory suggests. Notwithstanding, the same way flesh and blood cannot inherit the reign of Elohim, I cannot reveal this to you. That is one of the many roles of the Spirit. My part is simply to rightly divide the word of truth, and I have. Your part now is to seek the Spirit for guidance. And if you are convicted of this truth, I'll assist you in building a firmer foundation for understanding end times. For this is only the first of many fallacies we must shed the light on as we prepare ourselves for the harvest. Now, here is the final word. Fallacies of fallacies, saith the preacher. The religious world is filled with fallacies. Now, this statement is aligned with the parable of the darnel of the field. The enemy sowed tares among the wheat, and in no time there were tares everywhere. Hear me carefully. Where there are tares, there will be fallacies, and as easily and as quickly as they have been manufactured, we must refute these false doctrines with great wisdom and terrific care.
it takes time. Believe me, it takes time. But you may have noticed, we are building momentum. And it's all because of the foundation of truth we have laid. And unlike those who would not endure sound doctrine, those who did not come to receive the truth, I trust you are glad you stayed. Remember, the man or woman who wins souls is wise. He or she focuses on the truth of the matter and turns one away from their error and their lies. And I have barely begun to share the truth I have been commanded to share. Yes, we are indeed a long way from home, but by and by, we are arriving there. Now, here is today's assignment. Meditate on the word you have heard today and ask the Father to reveal the truth to you. Remember, where there is no conviction, there can be no faith. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. Next, if the Spirit is leading you and you have not signed up for our mailing list, you can go to www.transformationbytruth.com to sign up today. We'll alert you as soon as podcasts are posted and we'll share our presentations, notes, and other materials at no cost. It is for your edification. And most importantly, you will be connected to me and those who have joined themselves to this ministry as we prophesy and align current events with the prophetic word. These discussions are taking place outside of this podcast ministry. Therefore, if the Spirit is leading you, and only if the Spirit is leading you, I encourage you to come and see. You will be in good spiritual company. Lastly, if you have any questions, please submit them via our contact form on our website. If you have any comments, please share those on the video page for this podcast, also on our website. Now, here is what's next. We completed today's podcast, End Times 148, Rapture Be Harvest, Part 3. And our next podcast is entitled, End Times 150, What Errors Conceal, Truth Reveals. I will post this podcast on Monday, May 15th, 2023. Until then, my friends, continue to be led by the Spirit of Elohim. Continue to watch. Continue to pray. Continue in fasting. And most of all, continue to be focused. For the end is coming. The end is near.